Roberto. And today we are interviewing our first ever undergraduate trainee, I believe. I believe. So, so uh, welcome, Jasmine. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, so, first of all, would you like to just introduce yourself, however you would like to? Well, like you guys said, my name is Jasmine, and I'm going into my third year of a biology chemistry degree at the University of New Brunswick in Fredericton. And I'm a summer student working in Dr. Kerry Gorowski's lab. Okay, so can you tell us right off the bat, um, what is it like to do a chemistry biology degree, a biology chemistry degree? What's that? What's that? Like, what is it? So at UNB Fredericton, they don't have biochem, which is what I was interested in. However, they do have biology and chemistry, so you can do both. Okay. So, yeah. so is it like formally like a double major then? No, it's it's called um, interdisciplinary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think they've done a lot of that sort of thing in various universities. Yeah. So. We have that here. I've just never seen it invoked. Interesting. Yeah. You're a pioneer. So you mentioned that you were working in Carrie Gorolsky's lab. So um, I, if you could, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about um, what you guys do, but explain it to me as if you would explain it to your grandparent. Okay. So my, my project in particular, so what we do is we basically apply some natural products to skin cells that we grow in flasks, and then we expose them to ultraviolet light. So then the lab already did experiments that showed that the natural product protects the cells. So what I do is I look at genes and how they're being expressed differently in cells that we've protected with the product. So we can try to help explain how the natural product protects the cells. Okay. Is it for maybe applications in like sunscreen type of thing? Or maybe... Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. That is cool. Um, normally we like to ask for you to explain it as a, like, as you would to a colleague. I think you did a pretty good job of that, but is there anything else you'd like to add? Maybe somebody who is a bit more familiar in the field? Oh, so basically like how we're going to go about identifying the mechanism is we first did a gene microarray. And then after analysis of the results, I was to follow up and validate the gene expression changes with, um, quantitative polymerase chain reaction. Okay. That is a little bit beyond my scope, I believe, Um, but it sounds really cool. Yeah, what's the product, if you can say? The product of... That you're testing. Oh, the product? Oh, so basically, um, Dr. Gorowski has a partnership with um, an industry partner called... Their company is Ben Beauty, and they market this oral natural product formulation as anti-aging formula. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so what, what brought you to this to this area of research, and in particular to your research groups, either at UNB or here? So I was reading about the research of all the PIs involved with the Bioactus program, and I was just looking at their pages on the university's websites. And all of their research seems super cool, but I was most drawn to Dr. Gorowski's research in the area of like pharmacology, because I think that looking at how drugs interact with and how they affect our bodies is really interesting. So, like, all of the steps put into investigating natural products are really important and crucial, which is something, like, we definitely saw at the Create Bioctis workshop. Mm-hmm. And, like, it gave a good perspective of, like, the big picture and all the parts. So, like, there's the people who, like, collect the plants and study those plants that the compounds are in. And then there's people who isolate and purify them. And then there's the people who look at how they can be used and how it interacts with their bodies, which is what um, we do in Dr. Growski's lab. And that's what interests me the most out of all the parts, but they're all really important. Mm -hmm. Is this your first research experience? Yeah. (laughs) How are you enjoying it so far? I like it, yeah. It's kind of what I expected, but also 
not. Yeah, I feel like going into a new program, you never really know what to experience. And I think by now you're probably a pro at it. So you'll know, you'll know <laughs> going into say. your third year. You gave a really nice talk at the MNPC. Oh, thank you. So. <laughs> you sounded very like you knew what you are talking about. Yeah. Oh, That's I good. was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're doing your undergraduate at uh, UMB in Fredericton. So I'm curious as to how you ended up working here in Halifax, in particular how you heard about the BioActors program and what made you decide to come here. Okay, so I knew I wanted to do research, and my organic chemistry professor at UNB, Dr. Delanchon, sent out a flyer just about the Crate Bioactives Undergraduate Research Award. So the application was very like clear and easy to fill out. I just had to have like basic info, I think. And then I had to list three potential supervisors that I would be interested in working with from the list, and also a little paragraph explaining why I want to work with those PIs in particular and also a copy of my transcript. So there weren't any CREATE supervisors in Fredericton, but thankfully my older sister lives in Halifax and she agreed that I could crash at her place for the summer if I got the chance to work with one of the supervisors here. And I was really excited. I got an email from Nazanin saying I got the award. So I moved to Halifax for the summer and started working in the lab and attending CREATE meetings. I would say everything worked, worked out quite well. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. Um, so what's uh, what's kind of your big take home from the program so far? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like everything from the program was really awesome. But like, I think the biggest thing is just having experience doing research and in the lab. Um, because I've only had like lab courses at school. But outside of that, I haven't really had any lab experience or any research experience like prior to the summer. Um, I think it was a good chance to like dip my toe in in like researching waters because I got to learn a lot of new skills and I learned that like just like in general like doing science can be kind of like frustrating sometimes and it can be seem kind of slow but then also there's times where it's like really rewarding and like really fun so that was awesome like Dr. Grosky, Steve and Brendan in our lab taught me a lot like from designing experiments to troubleshooting and data analysis and things like that. And it hit this experience, it has confirmed for me that I definitely want to go through and do like an honors project in my fourth year. Cool. Um, so can you tell us about um, how your typical workday would go? Okay, so usually I get to the office and then probably the first thing I do in the morning is set up my QPCR so I'll get everything ready and like combine all the reagents and then it takes like three hours in the machine and the machine will do its job, so I let that run. So while that's running, I will usually analyze some results from previous QPCR or I will plan the layout of the next one that I will do the next day probably. Then I will check on the cells and either change the media and treat the cells if I need to or subculture them if they are getting quite crowded. Yeah. But it was cool because at the beginning, like doing... The QPCR, there's like 96 little tubes, and it took me a really long time at the beginning of the summer just to like fill all of them with the pipette, but now it doesn't take nearly as long. <laughs> yeah, I've so, used one of the, do you, do you use like one of them, one of those multi-channel pipette things that no. like, you have to do it one at a time? Yeah. Oh my God. Do you want a multi-channel pipette? I mean, you're leaving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we have some extras, I think. Oh, cool. I don't know if... if the people in in the in my yeah I'll talk to I'll talk to you yeah. later anyway sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, just a follow up question on that so 
Can you explain to me, like, just in a few sentences, how qPCR works? Okay, so qPCR. So, um, wait. So, do we know what PCR is? I mean, I do, but I like I know what PCR is. But I don't know how it how the quantitative. Tell your aspect tell of it works. your grandparent. Yeah. <laughs> if you were talking to your grandparent, explain qPCR. Okay, so you do PCR to amplify specific regions of DNA, and with qPCR, we use a specific reagent that fluoresces. And PCR doubles the amount of DNA every cycle that it goes through. So the special reagent will bind with the new DNA that's formed. So after every cycle, we measure the fluorescence, and that will tell you how much DNA is there. So with qPCR, we measure the fluorescence after every cycle, and we set a threshold, and once the sample reaches that threshold in fluorescence, then we record how many cycles that took. So the more cycles it took to reach that threshold, the less DNA there was to start with. Okay. Right. right. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Right, so it's a method of determining the initial amount of DNA that you had yeah, by exactly. doing iterative... Okay. Neat. Um... So how do you how do you measure your success in your research? Or in your life. Or in your life. <laughs> okay, well, in my life, uh, okay, this is a hard question. In my life, I guess I think I'm successful if I'm just doing something that I'm enjoying doing and making myself proud. Um, in my research, I've only been here for the summer, <laughs> but I guess measuring success, I would say is not always coming up with data and results necessarily, but navigating challenges that come up and moving forward with what we're doing, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer, I think. Being able to tackle problems is what we do. So yeah. if you're able to do that, then I would definitely consider that successful. Yep. So what is your plan for what you want to do next be it after your undergrad or after your time here, I guess. So after my time here, I will be going back to UMI Fredericton and finishing my undergraduate degree. Hopefully um, I can work in some other labs perhaps during the rest of my degree. And also, like I said, I, I definitely want to do an honors. As for after I graduate, um, I don't really know what I want to do at all. <laughs> that, no, that's, that's, a, that's that's fine. Yeah. Totally okay. That's a valid answer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you want to continue doing the same kind of research you're doing now, or do you think you want to like explore the variety of research that's out there? Uh, I really liked what I did this summer, and like I said, like just when I was reading all like the different kinds of research that different PIs that are involved with bioactives do mm-hmm. do, I was most drawn to what. I, I'm doing like you had a list three and I put Dr. Gorowski's lab for my first choice Mm -hmm. and I got to do that. So I'm really happy about that. Um, But I think it would be a good experience to try other um, types of research other than what I've done just so I can get get a feel of that. Maybe even though I don't think like it doesn't sound as interesting to me right now, maybe I'll actually enjoy it more. So I think I should definitely give other areas of research a try. If I may provide some elderly advice from an elderly person. (laughs) No, um, I have done many different types of research, 
that led me to what I'm doing right now. And every single one was extremely valuable. And you don't realize how much you're going to be invested in the work that you do until you end up doing it. So I definitely think if you want to try different types of research, then it's very valuable to do so. So okay. there's, my, there's my advice to you. I'm never going to give people advice. It's <laughs> so much fun. Um, so what would you consider to be your dream job? So, like I said before, I don't really know what I want to do in the future. Um, I would like a job to which, like, I could help people in some way, which could be through so many different things, like doing, like, health-related research or just doing any type of research. Like, I was listening to one of your podcasts earlier um, a couple weeks ago, and it was, um, had Sarah Greening in it, and she talked a lot. You guys touched a bit on, like, green chemistry, which is just another way you can help people. So I really have no idea what I want to do. Um, that would be to be determined, I guess. But that sounds exactly like me currently. <laughs> so I just want to help people. Um, that's a, I mean, that's a good goal. There's, it's a broad enough to offer satisfaction in a lot of ways, I think. I like that. Um, so currently, obviously, we're very deeply entrenched in research here in uh, graduate programs, but I like that being in academics kind of allows you to be altruistic mm -hmm. in a way that working towards selling a product, although everyone everyone wants to help people, it feels it feels a little bit more like you're doing it for the good of humanity when you're when you're a researcher. So yeah. I don't not to not to slight any industry people who are definitely doing good in the world, but. In some ways, that's something that I do enjoy about academics. Is you feel like I'm working towards this, and obviously for my degree, for publications, for personal glory, but also because ultimately you hope that is going towards the good of humanity. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. So um, a big component of the Bioactives program is kind of giving people broad experiences, both across academia and the industry side of things, because a lot of scientists end up in industry positions. Has the industry insight component of the Bioactives program um, affected your decision for what you want to do in your future at all? Um, like, the industry side of the program has definitely been eye-opening, and I'm glad that I've had the chance to experience it. So, for example, like, when we went to the Tro Herbal, it was really cool to see just, like, to know some things that I wouldn't have known before. Like, I learned some things on the tour. A lot about the security was very cool and interesting, and I, like, in the end, I'm very happy I got to experience that. So, besides research, do you want to tell us a little bit about your other interests? Um, sure. Yeah, so I love to hike, and I love to dance, and go to Zumba classes with my friends. I love to bake with my sisters. Yeah, so at UNB, I'm a peer mentor at the Science Student Leadership Program and also a peer mentor with the International Students Advisor Office. Um, what does that mean? So basically, when international students come, you get paired up with a buddy and you're their peer mentor. Oh, for, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm the treasurer of the Biology Society at UNB, and I'm also part of the Best Buddies Executive. Awesome. Okay, so um, can you give us your favorite random trivia fact or alternatively something in particular you're interested in these days? Oh, okay, yeah. Or so both. So my favorite random fact, I guess, I don't know if this is really random, but my favorite random fact is 
There are no Q's or J's on the periodic table. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're so right. Um, something I'm particularly interested in these days is watching The Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> which is a very funny show. It has lots of drama, and many people would consider it, like, trash TV. But I think it's a good show to watch just to relax and to hang out with friends. Make you feel better about your own life, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the point of that show. Um, we were introduced to The Bachelor in Paradise during our MNPC trip. <laughs> so I, see, I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to say before we close out the podcast? Yes, I am very thankful for having received the Create Bioactors Undergraduate Summer Research Award. And I would recommend any undergrads who want to um, experience research to apply for this program. And I'm also very thankful for Dr. Grosky, Steve, and Brendan for having me this summer. They were all very welcoming and patient, and they really made this a great summer. And thanks, Helena and Rob. Oh, thank <laughs> you very me. much for thanks. being on the podcast. We're very excited to have you. Um, as your summer closes in like a day. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for taking your last last few hours to come talk to us. Okay, well with that, thank you all very much for listening and you'll hear from us next time. But my favorite random fact is that there's no letter J in the periodic table. Oh yeah. Dude, you're so right. Are there any other non-letters in the periodic table? Are there any other I don't letters? think so. I think that's the only letter that's not on it. That's so funny. Yeah, we I think have it's Q's true. in the periodic table. That is a thing that's on the element. Um, Wait, the letter Q. Oh, no, the letter Q is not present in any existing elements. Okay, we're just doing some quick research for those of you listening <laughs> to the podcast to see what other letters are absent from the periodic table. So, so far we're at J and Q. Which are both unsurprising. Oh, well, but number 114 has been discovered. Yeah. That, oh, so now it's no longer on Unquadrium. It's called something else. But, so the question is, it's not the name of the element, but it's this element symbol, yeah, right? Yeah. So no Qs and no Js. But everything else. I think so. A, yep, B, yep, C. We're going to go through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so there's no J's or Q's? Wow, there aren't. It's K, right? Yep, okay, yep. K, potassium. Okay, I'll have to re-say that with the Q. I, I, didn't, I didn't really, like... If, you, if it had been, like, a year ago, you would have been right. But now that there's also no Q's. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... My favorite random fact is that there are no Q's or J's on the periodic table. Huh. You're right about that. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit in on my actual of, response. Yeah. Um, that will definitely be our outtake. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. us just spending five minutes looking at the periodic table. <laughs>